Good afternoon and good morning. Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we speak with leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, and most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Don Smith, the Global Chief Consulting Officer representing Capillary Technologies and Briarly. Uh, and Briarly is now a capillary services company. Uh, nice to, uh, to speak with you again, Don, how are you? I'm doing well, Mark, thank you for having me. Absolutely, thank you for taking the time. Um, first off, uh, we'd like to start these on a personal level, so we'd like to know a little bit more about you for those who may not be familiar with you and also your current role at uh, Capillary. Yeah, great, so my name is Don. I, uh, my passion is data-driven insights. I started my career as a university professor for the first 11 years, teaching people to analyze data and mine programs and look at whether or not things were working. And I love doing that, but I transitioned uh, 16 years ago into consulting. And specifically, I, that's when I started with Briarly. And my passion is really building effective engagement solutions, whether they're structured or they're just fantastic lowercase l loyalty um, you know, ideas or constructs that go into market. I love to mine data. And so at Briarly right now, I lead uh, analytics, I lead strategy and research. And it's very exciting for us to bring those components to bear to the larger set of capillary products and services. Okay, excellent. I uh, touched on a little bit, but for those who may not be familiar, in the last six months, capillary acquired both uh, Briarly <laughs> and Tenerity's digital connected assets. Can you tell us about the integration, how it's going, you know, what's happened since the acquisitions and uh, any anything of interest? Yeah, Mark, it has moved at a thousand miles per hour, but I think these acquisitions were very, very strategic and very well thought through. And I kind of think of it as, you know, there's chocolate and there's peanut butter and there's marshmallow and all of it comes together in a way that's very complimentary. And that's been exciting. You know, so if you're not from, so Briarly, we're bringing the consultancy and that perspective to bear. And that's been fantastic. Tenerity, you know, or rather the Digital Connect assets, which have been rebranded Rewards Plus under the Capillary product catalog. For those that aren't familiar, uh, really this, this platform, Rewards Plus, it identifies sources, catalogs, thousands of intelligence-based offers that could be like cashback or card-linked offers, vouchers, discounts. Um, for, for us especially, it's experiences that members can source and enjoy. Uh, and that's what we love. The idea is that every reward will inspire greater customer loyalty and it will be very, very personalized. And so we think that with that, that Rewards Plus acquisition, we have the broadest offer and partner network of any company in market today uh, doing loyalty. And we've got tremendous commercial flexibility. That means we can deliver value back to customers into the business and really generate profitable loyalty. Um, it's been a, you know, Briarly brings the consulting, Rewards Plus brings the platform, and it all fits into what we think is a best-in-class solution with Capillary's Loyalty Plus, Engage Plus, and Insights Plus platform. I mean, it's the most feature-rich platform in market for loyalty with the greatest functionality, and we've added on these things that truly complement it and round it out. Couldn't be more excited. Really smart set of acquisitions and integrations. Well, that's awesome. 
Uh, let's let's dig into this a little bit on a couple different fronts. So the Briarly name will remain, uh, and you'll be positioned as a capillary services company. Uh, you know why are you most excited about this, and and why uh, keep Briarly uh, the name around? Yeah, I, I think it's so Briarly. You know, it, really, they're just the Briarly name. Really, is for the consulting. Um, and that means it's the analytics, it's the strategy and program design, it's the research capability, emotional loyalty measurement. And I think that's where we've had our highest reputational capital as a brand. We've been at it for 35 plus years. People know us and they trust us for consulting. It's been a growth area for us over the past decade. And so it just makes sense to bring Briarly with the reputational capital in North America and in Europe to bear in the larger capillary family of products. And that just makes a lot of sense. But what I'm most excited about it is we're keeping that consulting capability. And then within Briarly, we've also incorporated Capillary's digital platform and services. And we're all part of one team now. And what's really exciting about that is when I go and we spend a lot of time designing or optimizing loyalty programs and getting them right. And while we're working that process, Mark, what we're also able to do is start digital design work at the same time. And so while we're concepting and ideating and refining the program mechanics, you know, and validating those through the usual things like financial modeling and voice of customer research, we're also building out clickable digital prototypes that start creating more digital assets and making the experience come to life while we're designing the program. And so at the end of these designs, and we're just selling a lot of these integrated solutions, our members are getting a best-in-class loyalty program ready to hit the ground running with a digital solution that's already there. And I think that's really a winning solution that that no one else is really offering today. So we just couldn't be more excited about it. It's definitely an interesting time. Uh, we see it with our, our growing brand membership, the, the challenge of not only having the right technology, uh, but having the right strategy and the, and the right incentives. Uh, many brands are looking at their customer value proposition and make sure that there's alignment, make sure that it's driving engagement. And that requires kind of out of the box thinking uh, with a great strategy company uh, like that, that you lead, but also having the right, you know, the correct reward assets that can speak in a personalized manner can drive engagement. So it's great to hear that uh, the combina- combination of the entities really uh, kind of uh, addresses a market need. Yeah, it feels really good. I think it was smart. There's not, you know, round uh, round pegs going into to square slots. This is really everything fits together. That's good. Um, so Rewards Plus, uh, Tenerity's digital connected assets uh, are now going to be re- rebranded Rewards Plus to align with the other products in the Capillary suite. Can you talk about the value of Rewards Plus uh, complementary to what Capillary already had in its arsenal? Yeah. I mean, so if you think about it, Capillary's Loyalty Plus and Engage Plus solutions, you know, the loyalty engine and its communications platform, clearly best in class, feature rich, SaaS based, and really and truly self-service with an interface that is just so easy to use. Been so impressed with it. And it justifiably scored the highest on functionality in the Forrester wave that was put out. We know we have a best in class technology platform. The acquisition of, or rather the creation of Rewards Plus, the rebranding is just a logical extension, I think, of that feature-rich platform. Um, 
because the platform, the, the capillary platform has baked in analytics. It has AI. Um, in fact, the, the loyalty and insights plus modules have nudges that occur and it's mining data and it will actually suggest things to do, you know, it proactively uh, to improve campaigns and to improve program performance. And all of that is cast through cool decision models. Now, enter this platform that offers all of these offers and rewards and experiences and that same type of AI um, and those same algorithms are being used to create a constellation of very, very personal and personalized, I should say, offers to consumers. And it's constantly learning and adapting and really trying to build an authenticity so that members see values in what see value in what a program is offering. And so it just fits. This focus on making sure programs hum you know, is complementary to offering more solutions that uh, that will uh, that will work hard and make loyalty programs work harder, um, but really deliver value at the end of the day to the consumer and done correctly. Uh, there's a monetization of loyalty assets that can occur as well. OK, uh, when you look at uh, Capillary, uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, the introduction, they recently introduced this concept of generative loyalty. Can you explain what that is? Uh, what does it really mean? Because uh, lots of terminology within the industry, as you know, and, and what does this mean for the industry? Yeah, it's a, we're excited about generative loyalty. It's a play on generative AI, which is clearly a trend. Everyone's talking about it, you know, and if you're to define generative AI, um, you know, it's artificial intelligence capable of generating texts and images, content, other media using generative models. Now, what are generative models? Well, they're algorithms that learn the structure and the pattern of their input or training data. You know? And then, but what's so exciting about it is they take that and then they cast and populate new data. That's the generative. And there's this training and simulation that occurs that leads to greater optimization. And that's the basis of AI. Let's yep. take that logic and extend it forward to generative loyalty, you know? And that's where these data assets that are enabled by loyalty, um, you know, we can mine all of the customer data points, all of the transaction data points get to greater personalization at scale so that every campaign, every value proposition, every real-time inflection point where we're serving up content um, is part of this laboratory of data democracy. And generative loyalty is going, let's uncover insights constantly, optimize the customer experience constantly, uh, enable the next best actions. And if we do it right, it's a win-win solution. Customers see more value, it feels more authentic, and the brands uh, enjoy greater loyalty and might even make their loyalty programs profit centers um, if they really work in the right set of partner and affiliate networks. Excellent. Now, how does generative loyalty align to some of the most notable trends that you're seeing within the industry today? Well, one, it enables reward choice, which I think is table stakes. A one-size-fits-all loyalty programs aren't nearly as exciting as programs that put the member in the driver's seat and allow her or him to select the right flavor of rewards or the right style of a program. And generative loyalty is all about cast a constellation of offers and benefits to customers. Let them pick the ones that are the best and keep making them and keep tailoring those at the customer level to make them feel a little bit more authentic. And it's that authenticity, I think, is the second trend that is the greatest enabler of emotional loyalty. 
And, and finally, I think generative AI loyalty programs can be profit centers. And, you know, there's a lot of interest, Mark, as you know, in paid membership and everyone wants to be the next Starbucks or the next American Airlines. Um, but that's not going to work for every brand and for every vertical. But what brands can do is cast partnership networks and find ways that they build a really good loyalty program and members see value, partners will join in and serve up additional content and experiences. And there's ways to make that work very, very well as a profit center outside of paid membership. Absolutely. There's definitely a number of unique trends that we see uh, with regard to partnerships are a huge area. If you can have them aligned and you can make sure that there is uh, value for both brands and not just uh, one brand, which uh, it used to be more of a one-way hash. But uh, when you look at some of the key factors you are seeing, seeing driving customer loyalty in today's market, you know what are those? Are and, and what are the the you know maybe the, the the factors and what are some strategies or approaches that are you know effective in helping address them? Yeah, I think the number one thing is. Factors for loyalty, there's got to be a marriage of value and brand alignment. And what I mean by that is that, so there's rational loyalty, and you've got to have good products and services and keep a finger on the pulse of your customer. They should enjoy your product, feel like the pricing is fair, customer service is reliable. And if you have that, it's a necessary precondition for emotional loyalty, right? And it's that emotional loyalty that takes it to the next level. And so being able to do both of those things, rational and emotional, is critical. And I think personalization is at the heart of it. And everyone throws that around like it's a buzzword. But let's be honest and think about all the marketing communications you receive from brands and from programs. Are they really personalized or are they spray and pray? And I think there's still a lot of the uh, the latter, you know, generic marketing in market. And true personalization at scale is what builds an authentic relationship. If I start marketing to a customer in a way that reflects her or his unique choices and preferences, their transactions, the data they've shared about themselves, then I'm crafting something that feels really authentic and I'm taking it to the next level. Customers will be more interested in marketing, participating in a program, and I can build that kind of uh, that kind of customer to brand connection that really leads to greater affect. Um, and, and at the end of the day, simplicity would be the final thing that I would throw in there. Um, you cannot overcomplicate a mechanic. It still has to be easy to understand for members to use. They want it to be quick and they want gratification. Yeah, absolutely. When when you look at um, the market, uh, customer loyalty, as you mentioned, simplicity is a big thing, right? So, and understanding, listening to your customers. Uh, we were actually just talking with Cracker Barrel. They're a new member of Loki360, just launched their program, and they're blowing the doors off with regard to numbers, right? But they tried to create a very simple program that's easy to understand. And just because you think it's easy to understand, does the customer. So, you know, uh, simplicity, I think, is a great point. You know, what what are other pieces of uh, advice, maybe one piece of advice you would give to a brand that is looking to, you know, adapt or innovate their loyalty program, add some value? You know, what's a quick win they could implement in their current program? Yeah. And I would even I would even go back to you were talking about Cracker Barrel. I'm pretty excited about that, too. Uh, Amy Barnett, who used to be with my company, she yep. was my first boss. Um, was really the architect behind that and drove it. And I think it's a great program. I just saw the preview of it the other day. It has fun. It has a currency called pegs. It plays in to kind of the stuff that's on the tables. Really cool and really simple and probably long overdue for that brand. Um, So it's really, for me, it's ticking all the boxes. 
And Amy, Amy was a mentor to me. So I'd say, shout out, way to go. I hope that program kills it uh, yeah, when it's yeah. out there. But back to like the piece of advice that I usually give to folks when they're trying to optimize their program is don't boil the ocean. I think too often folks feel like I have to tick every box with every trend and loyalty and do it all at once. And usually what I say is let's sit down. And the first thing you should do when you take stock of your loyalty program is say, what is the small set of most desired customer behaviors that would be game changers for me? You know, what are they? And if you narrow down that set, start to leverage the structure of your program to incentivize and enable those most desired behaviors. And if you do that, I mean, the, the key litmus test there really should be win-win. Your customer should win because he or she feels like, wow, I'm getting some benefit here. I'm getting greater offers. I'm gaming it a little bit. It's fun and I'm getting hooked up. And the brand should win because it's driving greater adjacency into their product or service hierarchy and their consolidating share of wallet with their brand. Okay, excellent. And when you look towards the future, you know, what's the next big thing brands can expect in the way of technology opportunities and tools uh, you know, from your organization? Yeah, there, there are quite a few. Facial recognition is going to be big. I'm convinced of it. It's in market slowly. We have a partnership. It is going to be the most secure form of customer identification and probably uh, just reduce friction points in a way that will be fantastic. Your phone number changes, great. Your face won't, you know? And uh, so I think that facial recognition, I'm going to bet on it. I think it's going to be big zero party data propagation as well. Let's face it, sort of death of the cookie and Google just announced some of their changes. Customers will share information about themselves if we if we protect it and we also action it in authentic ways. That's going to happen. Generative loyalty is a big trend. And there's a couple other I'd talk about too. I think there's post-materialist loyalty concurrence. That sounds fantastically academic. But what I mean is we keep seeing it in the data. Younger consumers want to feel that they're aligned with brands' missions and purposes. They want a commitment to philanthropy. They want sustainability. Even some factors like social responsibility work into the calculus of consumers and programs. And we've been doing a lot of this in our design process, Mark. Good programs can find ways to look at philanthropic commitments that they're making and tie them to the loyalty program. Keep the self-interest for the member so that she's earning rewards and being rewarded and enjoys the benefits, but also find ways to let her or him co-earn you know, with their favorite charity and maybe even pick it. And I think doing those things is going to be very, very exciting. And clearly adaptive modeling at inbound inflection points, big and emotional loyalty measurement in total and in moment uh, will be the next big frontiers. Excellent. Um, and then when you look at uh, kind of initiatives you may be working on, you talked about uh, the you know facial recognition, some others. Do you have any other closing thoughts or areas of advice uh, about uh, the market, and also, or maybe even you know, where you are going to see your new, uh, uniquely combined entity going forward? Yeah, we're, we've got a lot going on right now. If I were to give advice, I would say, look, one, create value for your customer, and you create value for your brand, and that win-win is critically important. And advice I always give is every cent you invest in creating and cultivating emotional loyalty will be amortized over an extended customer lifetime value. We know it to be true. 
Uh, and that's so incredibly important. Uh, some of the things that I'm really focused on right now uh, with my partners at Capillary is we're working on a real-time measurement of emotional loyalty at an inflection point where customers are providing real-time feedback and that's working into the scoring and complementing the BLQ, which is the Briarly Loyalty Quotient, which we're also really proud of and most of our customers are using. Um, and I think just finding new ways to bring the fun and make loyalty transcend the transaction, that's what folks want. And that's what gives loyalty a life of its own and a power of its own. Excellent. Uh, looking forward to seeing that. Uh, also looking forward to uh, uh, what you guys do. Uh, and it's great to hear that uh, the combined entity is making such an impact. It's always uh, good to hear uh, uh, within the industry for sure. Yeah, it's been exciting. Absolutely. So now we have our quick fire questions. Uh, okay. okay. You, you should be good. Uh, you're a little loquacious, but this may, uh, this may be challenging here. Uh, what is your favorite word? Win. You should uh, win with loyalty. There you go. What is your least favorite word? Impossible, because nothing is. Oh, what, what, what excites you? Innovation. Excellent. What do you find tiresome? Analysis paralysis. Find an insight, put it into market and go. Make decisions and uh, have a bias to action. What's the best show you've ever attended? You know, um, I should probably give an industry answer, but uh, I think it was uh, the the REM Green Tour would be my absolute favorite concert from okay. last but at the risk of being obsequious, I'd also say my favorite show that I attended last year in the industry was the Loyalty Expo. And I mean that sincerely, because I don't know any other place where you could see that many brands present actual results as part of that awards process. I mean, it was just insight laden and rich. That's awesome. Uh, if not for the position you have now, uh, what other uh, profession would you like to attempt? Oh, I've always wanted to be a professional actor. I had a theater scholarship in undergrad. And uh, yeah, that would be my, where my passion would be. I, I don't think I'd be successful, Mark, but I'd love to do it. Uh, you're definitely animated, so I could see you doing, uh, doing, doing that for sure. Um, what uh, what prof profession would you avoid? Oh, probably accounting. Boring. Uh, you know, can I build models and generate liability forecasts? Yes. But accounting itself, not for me. Black and white. Who inspired you to become the person you are today? My, my mother and father. You know, okay. and also, you know, a handful of really powerful educators from high school through college. What do you uh, typically think about at the end of the day? Oh, I do a gratitude check every night, you know, and I just think about what I'm grateful for. And I try to find something, even in the worst of days where it seems like everything went wrong, just yep. try to find something to be thankful and grateful for. And last question, how do you want to be remembered by your friends and family? Oh, you know what? That I was hardworking. I was enthusiastic, uh, maybe a little bit irreverent, but ultimately empathetic and a good person, which is okay. all, all I think anyone should really want. That's good. That's good. Um, well, I think those are great responses and looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how this wraps up. And thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. It was great hearing your perspective on customer loyalty. And we look uh, forward to learning more about uh, the acquisition and how continues to come together and uh, more from the team throughout the year. So thank you. Thank you, Mark. Always good to talk to you. Absolutely. Everyone, thanks for joining and make sure you join us again for another edition of Loyalty Live. And until then, have a great day.